Hello sports fiends, welcome back. Tune in to hear my 10 fun facts about the first two weeks of the NFL. Let's get it. Hello sports fiends, welcome back. Your host Travis Bowen here. I know it's been a while, I've been slacking a little bit, but quality over quantity, right? We're back, episode 9, 10 fun facts about the NFL, let's get hyped. NFL's back, we're two weeks in, and man, it has been crazy as can be. Um, for those of you listening, please, please, please make sure to go ahead, give me a review if you have not, please do. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Tell me what you like, what you don't like uh, about the episodes. Just please, please let me know. I love it. Anyways, that being said, let's get started. 10 fun facts about the NFL. I'm not going to lie. I, um, I would say almost all of these I found from somewhere else. But nonetheless, I think that they are all unbelievably amazing and um, super interesting. So number one, probably one of the most talked about people so far in the NFL, Ryan Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. Ryan Fitzmagic. Let's go Buck Nation. Guy has been an absolute monster filling in for the suspended Jameis Winston. Jameis who? Yeah, Jameis Winston has had the best fantasy start of all quarterbacks in 15 years with 72.3 fantasy points in ESPN Standard Leagues. That's 819 yards, 8 TDs, 1 interception. Notable people that are pretty good at football that play quarterback, we have Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. I'm going to read you out their stats. Rodgers has 557 yards. Passing four TDs, which is about half of uh, Fitzmagic. Brady, 511 yards, five TDs. Wilson, 524 yards, three TDs. So as you can see, Ryan Fitzpatrick is just absolutely crushing it. Early MVP candidate. But the crazier thing is there's someone that might be having an even more impressive season than that. And that is... Rookie by Ben Simmons standards, Patrick Mahomes in his second season. First two, I would say, legitimate starts. I know he had a start last year, but two legitimate starts. 582 passing yards, 10 TDs, zero interceptions. That's a record, everyone, for those that don't know, for the first two games of the season. You want to know who uh, the guys that are right behind him? We have Drew Brees with nine, 2009. And Peyton Manning with 9 in 2013. Those, I don't know if you remember both those years, but um, the one that the more recent one, Peyton Manning, that was when he came to the Broncos and just absolutely tore it up. So Mahomes is having even better stats than those guys. Those are pretty good names to be with, especially as a you know, guy kind of entering his first year as a true starter. Um, and the craziest thing is that you know, the Chiefs had Alex Smith for years past, and Alex Smith was coming off the best season of his career. 4,000 yards passing, 26 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. 
Right now, I know he's not going to keep it up, but if he did, Pat Mahomes on pace for 4,600 yards, 80 touchdowns, zero interceptions, with a passer rating of 143.3. Absolutely killing it. Who would have thought that Pat Mahomes and Ryan Fitzpatrick would be the two leading passers coming into this season? I tell you what, practically nobody. Um, So this is going to be exciting to see kind of how Mahomes progresses and obviously whether or not Fitzpatrick remains the starter um, when Jameis Winston comes back after this week. Another crazy stat, NFL leading rusher right now, Matt Breda. 184 yards rushing in two games for the Georgia Southern product. Um, guy went from kind of fighting for a spot on the team, you know, um, they added Alfred Morris um, after the, the Jarek McKinnon injury to now being the leading rusher through two weeks ahead of, you know, guys like Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Zeke Elliott, David Johnson. So for those of you that, you know, picked up Matt Breida in your fantasy leagues, Looking pretty good thus far. Um, another super duper impressive feat. Michael Thomas, wide receiver for the Saints, set the record for receptions 28 through the first two weeks of the season. Previous record was at 24, held by Andre Brown. Thomas is on pace for an absolute killer year 224 receptions, 2,100 yards, 24 TDs. I mean, this guy is something special. Obviously, probably not going to keep it up, but just to show how impressive that is. Um, This one's one of my favorite. New Chicago Bear defensive end Khalil Mack has been uh, more productive, actually, than the whole Oakland Raiders defense, which was his former team, with two sacks, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, one interception, and one touchdown. Raiders defense as a whole... Two sacks, one interception. I'll tell you what, he is worth every penny the Bears paid for him and both of those first round draft picks and more. This guy is something special. When the Bears made that trade, I tried to tell people he is a once in a generation type of player. And even though you're giving up for two first round picks, how many first round picks turn out to be something like this guy? This guy is Hall of Fame talent, just elite, disruptive force on the defensive end. Uh, Raiders got to be kicking themselves a little bit, you have to think, um, when you're seeing the success that he's having there in Chicago. Um, next one, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Bucks got two good quarterbacks. Well, you know, those two good quarterbacks are scoring a lot of touchdowns, and that means they're on pace, both of them, to break the record for the most points scored in a year. Current record held by the 2007 Patriots. Man, that team was good. 589 total points, which was 37 points per game. Chiefs on pace for 640 at 40 points per game. Bucks right behind them, 37.5 points per game, 600 for the year. Obviously, we'll see if those guys keep that up. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff right now. Um, Another great... Two ties in the first two weeks. Are you kidding me? You guys want to know the last time that happened? Well before I was born. 1973. Which is actually the year before the NFL actually instituted the overtime rule. Other fun facts about ties. Of the four teams 
that uh, have tied so far being the Packers, Vikings, Steelers, and Browns. Three of them are actually um, leading the league in ties. Packers with six in their uh, history of the NFL. Vikings, four, followed by the Steelers with three ties. Um, Another fun fact, of all head coaches, active head coaches, Marvin Lewis has the most ties with three, followed by Mike McCarthy of the Packers with two. Um, Of the 32 teams in the NFL, 21 have played in a tie. You want to hear the ones who have not? Buffalo Bills, Chicago Bears, Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Los Angeles Chargers, New England Patriots, New Orleans Saints, Oakland Raiders, and Tennessee Titans. I don't know if you recognize the trend there, but the whole AFC South never tied. How crazy is that? Colts, Jags, Texans, Titans, never tied. Um, I think that's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. To have a, what are the odds that there's nine teams that are, I'm sorry, 11 teams that have not tied and four of them are in the same division. Also, longest game in NFL history. Not because it was a crazy shootout or anything like that. It was just two hour long rain delays. First week of the season, hurricane season, Dolphins, Titans, break the record previously held by the Bills and Ravens, which was 5 hours and 16 minutes, with a game that went for, yes, 7 hours and 10 minutes. Started right at 1 o'clock, ended 8.15. Game ended right before the uh, the 8.20 game, um, which was the Packers and Bears. Crazy, long game. Everyone that stood there deserves, I don't know, free popcorn or something. That's a long, long game. Um, especially for two uh, two teams like that, they don't have maybe the biggest fan bases. Fact number nine. Come on, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, first win in six hundred and thirty five days, date back to December of twenty sixteen. Beat the L A, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers, by three. Wow. It was an unbelievable game for those of you that did not watch. Browns going down. Tyrod Taylor getting hurt. End of the first half. Baker Mayfield comes in hot. Leads the Browns to a field goal. And then continues that streak on uh, the second half with an unbelievable comeback. And a very historic win for the Cleveland Browns who went 0-16 last year. Tied week one of this year. Lost in overtime the second game to the Saints. I mean, this team could easily be 3-0 right now, but now they are 1-1-1. Crazy stat about the Browns, besides the fact that they haven't won in 635 days, is that they have drafted 16 first-round draft picks from the years of 2009 and 2016, okay? That's a lot. Zero still remain on the roster. That's tough to do. Um, I, I'll say it, it's, that's, it's almost like uh, taking an exam and getting literally every question wrong. It's, it's, it's almost as hard to get every question wrong as it is to get every question right, right? Um, zero first-round draft picks from those years still on the team. In fact, number 10, NFL standings are kind of flipped over. So looking at the notable standings, we have 
first Dolphins first in the AFC East. When is the last time that happened? We're gonna have to go back like in you know like historic books. I don't think this can be on the computer. It's so old. Um, Steelers last place in the AFC North, and the Tampa Bay Bucks first in the NFC South. How crazy is that? Um, just to kind of go through with you guys, you know, some crazy, cra- crazy things. You have the Dolphins are 2-0. and Other notable teams that are 2-0, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Rams, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nuts. Want to look at teams that are 0-2. The Lions, Cardinals, Seahawks, Giants, Texans. Raiders and Bills. And Bills with the largest point differential of 55 points. 23 points for, 78 points against. They are getting whooped. And kind of piggybacking off of that, there has been some crazy news on top of the crazy statistics that have happened in the first couple weeks of the NFL. Um, The first is... Cornerback Vontae Davis, formerly played for the Indianapolis Colts, decided at halftime of last week during the L.A. Chargers that he was going to retire. He decided, I mean, I th- supposedly he had decided beforehand, comes in mid-game at halftime, says, hey, I'm done, I'm packing my bags, I'm not playing football anymore. Um, was just, I guess, getting beaten too back. I don't know what it was, but one of the weirdest and honestly greatest things at the same time I've ever seen in my life. Um, really backing himself up, saying that, you know, you know, those who don't quit are the ones that are actually kind of losers. Really trying to defend himself, but I think it's absolutely ridiculous, hilarious, uh, sad all at the same time. Retires at halftime. And then obviously, you know, Le'Veon Bell arguably the best running back in the league, is still playing chicken. He's holding out, and he is holding out with fun, passing up about 865K per game that he missed, has missed both games so far, and does not look like he's coming back anytime soon. This guy is partying in Miami recently. I think there's two separate occasions in which he's been doing that. He is just living the dream, as I say. Um, This guy, I honestly have... A feeling he's probably not going to play very much football, if any, for the Steelers. Uh, The reason I say that is, for those that don't know, Le'Veon Bell needs to sign his franchise tender by Week 10 in order to become an eligible free agent. But that does not mean he needs to play football for the Steelers. Yes, obviously the Steelers can do things if he decides to completely hold out, but... There is nothing stopping Le'Veon Bell from going out on the field, running a play, saying his hamstring hurts, and that he's unable to go back in. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see kind of where that, what happens there, if you know, if and when Bell comes back at that week eleven, uh, you know, kind of deadline that we're looking at. What's going to happen? I don't have the highest of hopes for Bell in this season, as it looks that like he really, really wants to limit his touches and his usage and his mileage so that this guy can go ahead, get paid a long-term contract somewhere else. Um, Probably and definitely, I would say, not Pittsburgh, which is going to be weird to see 
Um, so we'll have to definitely stay on top of that as you know, this is probably the first time in a long time I, I remember a, a player of his caliber holding out and continuing to hold out. So, Vontae Davis retires at halftime. <laughs> Unbelievable. Le'Veon Bell has just been holding out, living a dream in Miami, uh, partying it up. So, uh, in addition to that, another weird kind of instance is Josh Gordon, former wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns, traded to the Patriots. After showing up late to a team meeting last Friday and informing the team he'd pulled his hamstring and not, you know, in any fashion, but actually had a promotional photo shoot. Talk about frustrating. This guy has been pretty much unable to play in the league because of his uh, inability to not smoke marijuana. This guy has been caught time after time and been suspended for years. Um, you know, earlier, I would say, I think it was in 2014, had a... 2,000-yard season, or I'm sorry, almost a 2,000-yard season. I think it was about 1,700 yards. Unbelievable season for him. Back-to-back 200-yard games. Guy was an absolute animal. And, you know, the Browns historically have not had a consistent quarterback. Um, I think he had three or four different quarterbacks that season. Gets caught um, smoking marijuana and gets caught again. And he hasn't really played. Uh, And this was his first year back. Reinstated. Plays one game. Or two, I guess. Um, no, two, one game. Yeah, he only played one game, and he didn't really, you know, he had one catch for one touchdown. So um, the fun and the funniest part about it is, so he gets traded to the Patriots, of course, right? Um, so the Patriots give up a f- conditional fifth round pick for Gordon. So if Gordon plays ten or more games, they keep that fifth round pick, the Browns. Um, but if he doesn't play ten games. Not only did the Patriots get back the fifth-round pick that they were giving up, they also get a Browns seventh-round pick. So um, the Browns, if if Gordon doesn't play 10 games, not only are they giving up Gordon for free, they're actually paying to give up Gordon, uh, which is just a very interesting trade. Because, you know, based on history, this guy is not going to play 10 games. Um, He hasn't played 10 games in four or five years. So I I, I just think it's kind of... kind of interesting that you know the whole showing up late to the meeting in the in the hamstring injury is what you know the straw that broke the camel's back not the the years of dealing with them so I don't know I'm absolutely as shocked as anyone else is that he got traded it happened so fast and decidedly um going to the Patriots uh we'll see how that works I know the last time you know the Patriots have had good brought in good receivers Brandon Cooks had an awesome monster year and then obviously you can remember Randy Moss so we will have to see, but those are my 10 crazy stats of the NFL for the first two weeks. Continue to listen as uh, next week, I'm not sure what I'm going to tackle, but it's going to be something good. It always is. I'm getting better. So please, please, please tune in. Follow me on Instagram. Shout out on Twitter. Loving all the love, everybody. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, baby. Buck Nason, Ryan Fitz, Magic. Travis Bowen is out of here. See you later. Sports Fiends, Travis Bowen out.